I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Business Boost podcast. And today we are talking all about how having the right support in your business can help you elevate your customer's experience of working with you. So last week, if you listened to last week's episode, I talked about how you can elevate your customer experience. And I have so many conversations with women all the time about all the things that they want to do in their businesses. And I think, you know, this is uh, one of those things like adding all of those beautiful personal touches, those things that in your eyes determine what an exceptional level of service is. And um, from the feedback that I got from last week's episode, it was very much centered around the fact that like, oh God, you know, thanks for the prompt. This is stuff that I know that I need to do, but I just haven't prioritized it. And this is a common problem. Okay. I see this all the time. It's like, I want to do all these things in my business, but I literally don't have the time. I'm going to let you in on a little secret here because that's what we're here. That's what we're here for on your business boost. It's all about drawing back the curtains on successful businesses. And I will tell you that the super duper successful service providers, they do not do all of this themselves. Often that seemingly supreme level of service is actually done by their support crew. So the message that I'm sharing with you today is that you don't need to do all of this stuff yourself. You can really, really elevate your client's experience of working with you by getting help to deliver elements of that service. And this is of particular relevance to those of you who are currently solopreneurs, who are doing absolutely everything yourself in your business and looking at where you can take a load off. And this is one of those areas in that customer service, first point of contact, gatekeeper, if you want to call them that. Um, This is one of those roles where you could really see a difference quite quickly in your business growth by getting the right person helping you with this kind of stuff. Now, because I'm all about giving you actionable tactics here as well, I am going to share with you some tasks today that you could consider getting some help 
straight away. And what I want to caveat this with is that, you know, depending on where your business is at, where your budget is at, and a whole host of other things, this this may not be a full-time position in your business. If you are at, in, at a stage where you could have someone full-time, fantastic. But there are so many ways of bringing in this support that doesn't involve you paying someone a full-time salary, you know, for 52 weeks of the year kind of things. This is just to get you percolating, okay? And thinking, well, what could life look like if I had someone else taking care of this stuff? And particularly on that customer service front, I think the first port of call is that person that your customers connect with in your business, that first port of call. So many business owners really believe that it should be them. And I'll use I'll use a real example here because this is something that happened to me just the other day. I rang um, my girls go to a local dentist and God love them, you know, they uh, they post out a little reminder in the mail, you know, in an envelope with a stamp uh, every six months to say, hey, it's time for, for Tilly and Ruby to come in for their checkup. And then I telephone them and to make to make the appointment now those letters not sent by the dentist when i ring the surgery i don't expect the dentist to answer i don't uh, i know that but that my call is going to be answered by her receptionist because she is busy being a dentist. She's doing the teeth brushing. She's, you know, fitting people for braces and all the doing fillings and all the other stuff that dentists do, right? Never would it cross my mind to think that uh, my dentist would be the one to answer the phone and find a slot in that gorgeous paper calendar that they use to, to book the girls in for their for their dentist appointment. So I just want you to, to just stop and think about all of the services that you use in your life and how many of the actual service provider you engage with in that first point of contact with their business. And I can guarantee you that it's very, very, very rare that it is the actual person providing the service. Having someone as your gatekeeper makes you look good, okay? It's like, well, of course Michelle's not going to answer that email directly. She's not going to, you know, write straight back to me and book my time in herself because she's busy seeing one-on-one clients or whatever it is. Now, I will also caveat this, that this is actually something that I have only recently incorporated into my own business, purely because I have come from that admin, like, background myself where I have been that person for other people. So it's been like, well, I, I, you know, it's easy. I can just do it myself. But me just doing it myself, I think made, you know, made me too available. Um, and I felt also that perhaps the service level was compromised because I wasn't responding as quickly as someone else in my business 
could respond to those inquiries or to set up those appointments or whatever the case may be. So think about that as a starting point. Could you have someone who's acting as your gatekeeper, someone who is, you know, dealing with those inquiries, who's scheduling appointments into your calendar, who's, you know, triaging your inbox and responding to um, to emails to you um, on your behalf? Half. And uh, again, this is where um, your like your systems and processes are going to come in really handy here because if there is a way in which you do things, it's like the blueprint for your business, it makes this sort of stuff a lot easier because you can essentially get someone to follow the process. So think about that, those gatekeeping tasks, phones, emails, inquiries from the, the website, um, you know, it could be managing um, like your your DMs um, in your social media, um, you know, managing messenger inquiries if they're coming through on Facebook. Uh, if you've got a product-based business, it could be um, customer service in terms of like um, logistics, ordering, that kind of thing. And I know that there is tech to do so much of this sort of stuff, but there does need to be a human behind the tech in many instances. So um, just, you know, bear that in mind. Is that something that you really need to be doing in your business or could you have a really tight process? And I'm thinking about things like, you know, where, where is my thing that I ordered? Having someone actually take care of that so it doesn't become your headache would be a godsend and a game changer in your business. Somewhere else that you can really make your clients feel loved all over by having great support in your business is to have someone helping you if you run like a membership or you've got a Facebook group, if you've got some kind of a community manager um, who is responsible for being in that group, dealing with all of the questions and the comments and that kind of thing that comes through. I see that as like just such a plus in um, businesses like that. Now, again, this depends very much on what your budget is, how, you know, how much, what sort of price point your membership or your the Facebook group is at. Um, but it, it just makes those members feel extra special because that person's responsibility is to be there for them. So they're always on, they're always in there or they're in there at a predetermined time. Um, they would, again, follow a process, follow some kind of framework, um, but but they would have the ability to respond to questions or queries on your behalf, um, you know, following the, the bouncy ball, okay? But again, your processes need to be really nice and tight here. But there's a triage system, right? They 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 are able to answer, you know, queries A, B, and C, but if it's D, E, F, they need to go to you. So um, that's, that's somewhere that you can really add value to your clients by having a community manager in your, in your membership groups. Um, you know, other things that they can do, and it may not necessarily be like a community manager. It could be your admin support person. They could be responsible for, um, you know, uh, just letting people into the group. Like I know there's a lot of, you know, groups that, you know, have that kind of gateway. Um, give that to someone else to do so that, 
it's not reliant on you being glued to Facebook so that, you know, you deal with every um, re- request to join that comes through. And I know, you know, there's a number of you that, that listen to this who have massive groups where you're constantly getting um, membership requests. And I think, you know, there there's nothing worse. I mean, I know for myself, because often when I'm joining groups, like say it's a, I don't know, like a, this is probably, it's not really business related, but like local community groups, for example, and you have to kind of prove that you are, a, you know, a, you're a resident. And yes, they are run usually by lovely volunteers um but you know there are some times when I make a request to join a group and I don't hear back for days and and you know usually the the time has passed that I actually need to to be in that group um so yeah just just consider again consider the customer journey and consider how having some help to do those kinds of things that don't need to be done by you um, is going to elevate people's experience. Uh, the other thing that they could do if they're not quite, um, you know, if they're not quite able to answer questions um, themselves is maybe they just like document all of the co- questions or comments that are coming through in the group and kind of bring it to your attention in a much more structured fashion so that you can kind of deal with them all at once. And again, you know, it depends on the tone that you set with the group because, you know, if if they're expecting to hear from you all the time, then that might not wash. But, um, you know, it's this is you're training people how to how to work with you. And, and by people, I mean your clients. You know, you're setting the bar the way that you want it to run. So um, I would I'd love for you to just take some time this week to consider where you could get help in helping your clients have just an even more incredibly wonderful experience of you. You know, I've got a list actually that I could share with you. Um, In fact, I will. If you want a really detailed task list of things that um, a unicorn support person could support you with. Um, this is one of this is actually one of the resources from my Finding Unicorns program. Um, but because I love you, um, you can have access to this if you just send me a DM on Insta. Um, that's at Mish Broadbent, um, and just just send me a DM with the word unicorn, and um, and I'll send it over to you. Um, or if you're not on Instagram you can email me, um, michelle at michellebroadbent.com.au and I will send you this unicorn task list because it's not just um, customer service centric tasks that I have on there. I have so many other departments of your business where getting unicorn support is going to just make your life so much easier. Things like marketing and social media support, sales support, podcast production, finance, like the list is um, quite long. Um, so I'm not going to talk through all of them here because um, we'll be here for hours, but I've, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a PDF. I can send it to you. Please um, just, yeah, shoot me an email or um, a DM, but I will just finish off on something here about bringing support into your business because this is probably like the biggest block that I see with business owners when we start talking about getting help. And that is the willingness to accept that things can be done by somebody else. And I know that, you you know, it's 
your name on the door, you are the service provider and there is, uh, I guess, like a way that you that you do things or like things to be done and there is so much fear around whether or not you could, you could have someone doing things the way that you want them to do. But um, sometimes... <laughs> People can do things better than you, okay? And that's just Michelle having a little bit of a real talk here with you because, um, you know, I know for myself in my own business, there is nothing better than when my VA comes back to me with a task that I have delegated to her to do and she has just like knocked it out of the park, done it so much better than I would ever have been able to do it. And what that does is this sounds like a bit up myself, but it's like it makes me look good. It makes me look good to other people because she has done this thing for me way better than I would have done it in a much more timely fashion than I would have done it. Um, And it's such a great feeling. But the success with all of this is in your ability to let go a little bit, to relinquish a little bit of control. Um you know, you, you don't need to stay in this endless cycle of overwhelm, okay? Um, you know, this is one of the most satisfying parts of my job is actually seeing the transformation that happens for a business owner when they have those right people supporting them in their business. And that's what I want for you. And I'm hoping by what I've shared today is just a little snippet of like just illustrating practically for you to think, okay, I could I could get someone to help with these things in my business. Um, the the transformation is amazing. I have seen it, and I really really want that for you. So, um, like I said earlier, uh, shoot me a DM or an email if you want that unicorn task list. Um, of course, if you've got any more questions, if you want to go even deeper on this, uh, my Finding Unicorns program is available um, for you to go full throttle into finding unicorn support in your business if that's where you are at. Um, you can access that via my website as well. Um, but Thank you so much for joining me today. I really hope this has helped. I hope this has given you some prompts and you can go out and actually um, get some support to help you look fabulous to the outside world and have and just give your customers that extra special, super duper experience of working with you. Have a fantastic week and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.